You are now listening to the Not So Live podcast television show by Asteroid G, the website on radio. You know, you know, I wouldn't let you have the intros to the thing normally, but it's Metroid and it's your favorite, so I'm going to give it to you this one time. Yes. Yeah, and never again. Also, my name is Josh Schaefer. <laughs> and I am your host, co-host, whatever that's always with you, Mike Finkelstein. Forever and always. <laughs> okay, so I let you have that because it's Metroid, mm-hmm. and we want to talk about Metroid for like a while now, even though I'm terrible at the games. Oh, I'm ter- terrible too. Yeah, but they're, they're more terrible though. They're your favorite. Oh, 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 I'm wretched at these games, but they're they're your favorite, so I want to let you have this one. Woo! <laughs> so... Let's let's start at the beginning, and we're gonna try and, for the most part, do chronologically through the story. Although I'm gonna shove the Metroid Primes off for a bit because those are different. They're a lengthier conversation that mm. we need to get to after we get through some of the main games. Sure. But let's let's start at the beginning, and we're gonna be looking at first off Metroid. Yes. Yes. It is uh, damn near impossible to beat. Yes. I beat it when I was a kid. Yes. I'm, which I'm amazed by. I'm amazed any kid can get through this game. I have no idea how I did because adult Josh is incapable of beating any part of that. Look, I got the morph ball. I feel accomplished. I'm done. I can't even get that far. It's at the anymore. start of the game. Yeah, I always, I just die before I hit it. You you, you go down. It's to the left. And I go to the no, right. And there's I just, no enemies there. Like, I reset this console. I don't know what to tell you, man. <laughs> But I mean, that game, that game is hard. That game is, and it it is, it is cruel in its looping paths that go nowhere and hidden things that you're never supposed to find. But I don't feel like the game is being unfair about it. No, it's exploratory. It's entirely, like the journey of that game is entirely the point. Yeah. It doesn't feel like, like beating the game is secondary to just exploring Zebs and finding items and just seeing where Samus can get to. Yeah, exactly. So, like, in everything you do feels like an accomplishment. And then you know? beat the game, which, or at least you do. Yeah. And discover that she's female. Yeah, which made me a feminist, apparently. Because <laughs> that is the first time I realized that, you know, females can be strong, powerful people, too. And, yeah. Well, because, yeah, I, I know we've had this conversation before, like, outside of this, but it's that thing of, like, Samus and then Princess Peach and Super Mario Brothers 2. It's like, Playing as females just became this thing that I liked doing, and I kind of find that I still do that in video games even now, even though I didn't play the Bayonetta series, because whatever. Really? Uh, no, I... That's going to be a side topic we're going <laughs> to... <laughs> no, it was, it's, there's a lot of video games that have come out more recently that I haven't played, but I really liked playing as Princess Peach in Super Mario Bros. 2. Her floaty jump is amazing, and I'm a scrub, so I'm not using Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> He's impossible. <laughs> He's. I know that speedrunners can do better with him than they can with Princess because Princess is slower. But if you're a scrub, you use Princess because she's, she's easier slower. to control. Yeah, she's easier to control, and her her float jump is horizontal and without a weird arc that's going to mm-hmm. cause you to like fall off a log and die. And and no one wants to play Mario or Toad. Oh no, 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 no. There's. I think. If you're a speedrunner, you use some specific instances where you need to pull items quick and chuck them at bosses, but mm. that's the only time you use Toad, because Toad sucks at the platforming portion of the game. You could just end it with Toad sucks. Well, he sucks unless he's in the Captain Toad games. Then he is amazing. Yeah, I just picked that up on Switch, but I haven't played oh, it yet. Captain Toad is so good. Anyway, so Metroid. So the first game is impossible. Did you play the um, Game Boy remake um, Zero Mission? Yes. Okay, and? I thought it was better, but it was just... It still game. is hard. It's still I mean, is hard, it yeah. has a map, and well, I mean, it just it makes it easier. But it, 
I kind of like the mapless Metroid. The, the mapless, I can't. I don't know where I'm going, and the yeah, exploration it, is the whole point. It makes me feel like it's real life because I don't know where I'm going half the time anyway. <laughs> I don't have a map. Well, I, I will do, say but. it's it's a very pretty game. Yeah, and it, I mean, although we're gonna get to Super Metroid in a bit, it feels like a Super Metroidy version of the first game. Like yeah, like they were purposely trying to make the first game match the stylistic continuity of the later entries. Yes, one hundred percent agree with that. Mm-hmm. Including having items like I don't know X-ray scope or whatever yeah. in there and all that as well. Yeah, it, I mean it was it was a fun game, mm-hmm. but I feel like the charm of the first one is just the exploration and getting to know the universe. The cruddy low rent graphics. I love that. <laughs> where it's like I can't tell what she is, but it's a blob of orange and yellow. So then there was the second one on the Game Boy, mm-hmm. the Return of Samus, and and I've I've played that game. I've, oh yeah, I've I've played all of them. I just I suck at all of them, but I've played that game and I think I managed to kill about five of the Metroids, the load bearing Metroids that you have to defeat to lower the lava to get through the game because that game is weird. Yes. Um, Why architecturally you need Metroids to keep the dungeon unexplorable. I don't understand. Obviously you are not very well versed in space architecture. Well, it's not like, it's not like the 3DS remake did a better job. Kill these Metroids and put their DNA in this weird Chozo statue to lower the lava because that makes sense. It didn't make sense, but it's no. still fun. Like, how did the Chozo who are dead for like 50 years or whatever know to have this specific number of Metroids in here and that their DNA would lower the lava and that the Metroids wouldn't somehow breed and make... I, I don't understand that game. Obviously, like I said, you don't understand space I don't. architecture. I, I'm clearly not a Chozo. That's just... That's how that works. I'm a scrub, not a Chozo. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, the, the, the second game for the Game Boy, that one is definitely an oddity Mo- yeah. the most linear of all the metroid games yeah did you did you manage to beat that one no not at all <laughs> not at all so so you you never got to the the queen metroid nope. and dealt with all the zetas nope and- <laughs> i think on the original game boy black and white one i maybe killed two metroids so i beat you on that one Woo, yep. go me. uh 3ds one i got pretty close but then uh I don't know what happened my save file got corrupted oh and yeah that sucks. i was about 60% done with the game, and I never went back to it. It's it's a Metroid game. 60% might have got you all the way to the end, honestly, because yeah. who collects everything in these games? I do. <laughs> I tried. Wah, wah. I was like, oh, look, here's this, here's something on the map I haven't been to before. I'm going to spend three hours trying to figure out how to get up there. But, if I mean, if we're talking, like, Metroid 2 games, then mm-hmm. I kind of feel like the unofficial fan game, AM2R, Oh, yeah. That was the one. Yes. That one yeah. was brilliant. It was Super Metroid in all the ways it needed to be mm-hmm. without the cruddy 3D graphics. And there was somehow more story to it, even though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was fun. I, liked it. I never beat it. But, it was fun. But, but you enjoyed it for what you did. Yeah. I'm, so, so the takeaway here is that no one ever tries to beat the second game in the series. Yes. Oh, okay. Two, two out of two. The, the That's hundred percent. Like, the games tell you that all the Metroids are dead, but there's no proof of that because no one I know has beaten the game. Yeah, I've. They're all still alive, and SR three eighty eight still there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> trying to think if I don't think I've talked to anyone that speed it either. I know speedrunners have, but they don't count. No, no, they cheat. <laughs> so, um, Super Metroid. Yes. The first of the games to not have a remake. Yes. And I don't think it's ever going to need a remake. I don't think it's, it needs one. It's brilliant just the way it is. Nintendo knows this. Yes. yes. And I really wish they would... Well, I guess they did have an HD uh, quote-unquote remake with I mean, uh, Super... Yeah, the classic. Yeah. Yeah. It's on there, at least. Yeah. 
It's pretty. Yeah. Still. yeah. Well, the game's always going to be pretty. Yeah. yeah. And I suck at it. <laughs> Super, Super Metroid's easier than Metroid 1, though. Sure. I, I can get further than just the morph ball. <laughs> well, at least you make the morph ball. <laughs> Thanks for rubbing it in. <laughs> yeah, I think there's there's um about 45 minutes or so into my playthrough, there was the um plant boss with mm. like opens up and it drops the spores and you shoot the yeah. inside of it with missiles or whatever. Yeah, I, I got to that, and then after I beat that one, I was so horribly lost, I could never find my way out again. <laughs> you just wander around. There was some power-up I was supposed to find in some secret location I didn't find, and I just couldn't get out, and then I was just uh, stuck. I don't know. It's Metroid. That's what happens. Yeah, yeah I'm never I'm, I'm never getting through that game. I, I recognize this. But I assume you've beaten it. I've had to... Um, I recently purchased the SNES inbox mm-hmm. one, and uh, whoever was selling it sold the original strategy guide with it, too. Nice. The one that... Is it Prima? Prima? If it was like that, Nintendo Power? No, no, that, that old was Nintendo yeah, Power. Yeah. yeah, okay. So the Nintendo Power one, and I had to cheat, I guess, and use that. Yeah, because I think... Because it's impossible. When I still had all my Nintendo Power magazines, I think that one, one of those strategy guys was one of the ones that got packaged in with the mm-hmm. magazines. Yep. Yeah. So I had that, and then, like, years and years ago, I got rid of all my Nintendo Powers and gave them to a friend, because who cares about Nintendo Power? I, I like the guide from Super Metroid, because I was able to beat it, finally. I picked up the guide for uh, Chrono Trigger when that that game was oh, yeah. out, and I mean it was useful if I wanted to know how to like steal what what to steal from whom. But I will be perfectly honest with you, that game did not you know, strategy. No, guide. it didn't. Chrono Trigger was amazing just the way it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so <laughs> Chrono Trigger. Oh, uh, we will always talk about Chrono Trigger. Mm-hmm. But so okay, so after Super Metroid, there was which is a brilliant game. But we'll just oh, sure. hands down. It's a classic. Everyone needs to know that. Everyone should play it, even if they're a scrub like I am and can't get more than 45 minutes in. I mean, the music's awesome. The graphics are awesome. Graphics still hold up. They are gorgeous. The controls are spot on. Oh, yeah. It's very tightly controlled. Yeah. Like, I never felt like, uh, like with Mega Man, for example, there's those jumps where I'm like, I know I could I made that jump. Mm-hmm. But with Metroid, it's just very fluid. Yeah. Well, and there's, there's also just this thing of, like, the developers knew you are going to play that game out of order. Like, mm-hmm. there's a linear path they expect you to follow, but they never once make it so you have to follow it. Yeah. And then there's all these weird, like, combo power-ups that you can just accidentally unlock. Like, mm-hmm. like I'm going to use speedrunner turns for a second, but, like, there's the X-Factors, and there's, like, the special Samus glowing things that will shoot out <laughs> when you do certain stuff or whatever. And if you're just playing the game normally, like, well, I have the wave beam and the plasma beam and I'm just shooting stuff. But no, no, you like, you know what you're doing in that game and you can just like attack bosses with all these weird epic things that oh, you, yeah. like that aren't listed in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Some crazy ass stuff in that game. It adds some randomness to it, I think. Yeah. And like the more you get into it, the more you realize that the designer's like, hey, let's just throw everything in this <laughs> and see if people figure it out. Missile launcher? Why not? <laughs> Heal Samus by expending a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. It's crazy what they did in that game so what was next metroid fusion yes okay i liked it oh my god give me more than that dude (laughs) it had some fusion in it (laughs) give me more on your thoughts of that one like what do you like about that game because let's be honest i didn't make it very far on the scrub oh i'm a scrub too but (laughs) i'm I'm not saying i'm not and i can guarantee i didn't beat it because i don't remember beating it yeah so but i thought the play style was a little bit clunky that i think like it was it it didn't have the same feel because like i'll sit down and i'll play metroid one i'll play samus returns Mm -hmm. um not recently but not recently i'm still mad at it 
I'm holding a personal grudge against that right now. It's how I feel about the original Final Fantasy on the NES after my save file got wiped. When oh, I, no. When I finally killed the fire elemental yeah. and I was halfway through the game. Yeah. Ugh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's even worse. Yeah, I, I, I'll play other iterations of that particular game, but I won't play the NES one ever mm-hmm. again because that one's, that one's an investment. But. Yeah. Um, but Fusion just didn't feel like a Metroid. It, it felt more like they just wanted to stand, put Samus in something and just be like, here, this is Metroid now. Well, it's a weird game because it very much feels like they didn't want you to go off the beaten path. They, yes. they wanted they didn't want to be as linear as Met- Metroid 2 for example but it's also like essentially a direct sequel to Metroid 2 because mm-hmm. it takes place on a space station on top of that planet and it you're dealing with the after effects of your eradication of all the metroids from SR388 and and so it's it's not as linear but it is as linear mm-hmm. and you have that voice Adam that's telling you what to do and a bunch of power-ups that get purposely distributed to you over time yeah, like, it just it didn't. I don't know. It just didn't have the heart and soul of Metroid. It's a gorgeous game. Yeah, it's pretty for for, for Game Boy Advance. It's a gorgeous yeah. game. It's it it is lacking something. I know speedrunners love it, but even th- like you're never going to get different paths for it the way you get for like Super Metroid. Mm-mm, no, no. It's you, I, have, you have to explore the six zones in a very specific order to then do stuff and deal yeah. with Dark Samus and blah blah. Yeah, yeah. Dark Samus is cool, but. Mm. I don't think I've ever got that far in Fusion. Because <laughs> you're a scrub. Because I'm a scrub. Okay. So, Prime. You're forgetting about one of the better Metroid games? What's that? Metroid Pinball. <laughs> well, that's no, that's 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 a remake of Metroid Prime. Because it's Metroid Prime Pinball. You're right. Yes, I, I know I am. Proceed. <laughs> okay. So, but Metroid Prime. We're going to talk about any of the Metroid games. This is actually the only one I really can talk about because... I got all the way to the end boss in this stupid game. And it's a first-person shooter. It's a first-person And I know. that's not usually your MO. Not normally my bag, but this game is... I mean, it was pretty. It's gorgeous. And it played well. I mean, despite mm-hmm. the fact that it's the first time that Metroid was ever in 3D. Yep. Yeah, it played well. And the I thought the world that we were on, Taurus 4... I couldn't so, tell you. Eh. This sounds about right. Yeah, it, I thought that was really interesting, and I liked the power-ups, even though they kind of nerfed the spider ball in comparison to Metroid 2. Mm. Like, there were some compromises made, although not as bad as some, late, some of the later Prime games. But on the whole, for what it was doing, that game was fantastic. Yeah, it was pretty. It, the story was awesome. I think it, it did what Nintendo couldn't do in the NES and SNES and Game Boy versions, where you had more of a story, and you felt more connected to the universe but it's a different kind of like linear story than fusion was because fusion was very tightly on rails Mm -hmm. um you could maybe not explore this room but explore this one instead but like you were still the end goal was the same but like with prime there was a lot of time where you could just be like okay so the game is telling me i want to go this way but screw it i'm just gonna go explore over here for a while and do my own thing yeah and perfectly acceptable Mm mm-hmm and that was one of the that was on the Wii, right? That was uh, no, that was or, GameCube. Sorry, I I recently played the Wii remakes. Yeah, the Metroid Prime, Prime trilogy. Trilogy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I hear they're going to do another version of trilogy for Switch. Can't wait. <laughs> um, as long as we get rid of the damn motion controls for it. The motion controls. That's what I was going to bring up. The Wii motion yeah. controls were actually pretty legit on them. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I liked I liked playing through it on my GameCube controller. Yeah, GameCube was just as good too. Yeah. Um, but 
uh, the graphics had a little bit of an update. That's good. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind like a nice HD remake of those games uh, so I can play through them again. HD. Yeah, play through them again and then not beat the end boss because the end boss is evil. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, stupid Prime but Metroid. I would love to see that on the Switch, though. That'd be great. Yeah. So how 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 did you feel about the um? Okay, Metroid Prime Pinball. Did you yes. play it? Yes. <laughs> it's impossible. <laughs> it is hands down the hardest. Metroid game. Well, now I have to try it because I, I have to, it. I'll have to play it at some point, borrow it from you, and yeah. play through it and be a scrub. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm sure I'm not going to get past the first I mean, table I'm, or whatever. I'm terrible at pinball. Is it tables? Yeah, they're tables. Okay. Yeah, it's really pretty for Game Boy game, but I'm just I, now that I know that's tables, I'm actually kind of sad that it's not a remake of the NES Pinball Quest, where you start off <laughs> in the town and you just pinball your way up a single table yep. all the way through the RPG style thing. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that game. I only just now remembered it because we're talking about Metroid Prime Pinball. <laughs> but, like, if you'd asked me yesterday, what was that game with the pinball and you play through the town? I'm like, I don't know. Pinball Wizard? <laughs> there was a game that did that? Really? <laughs> <laughs> Marble Madness. It's like, um, I, I going back and thinking about, you mentioned Donkey Kong, I think, like, earlier in the last podcast we did. But um, uh, talking about uh, pinball games for the NES Pinbot. Oh, yeah. Which was a yeah. rare game. Mm-hmm. Like, you wouldn't know it, like, at the time, because no yeah. one cared about rare, but yeah, Pinbot. I spent a stupid amount of hours in that dumb game. Really? Because it was kind of fun. Yeah. Like, it once you got your score up past a certain point, like, the table would change, and new huh. weird aliens would come in and stuff. It was a, a weird, evolving, single-table pinball game. Interesting. It was really kind of fun for a crappy NES pinball game. Hmm. Yeah. Let's see if I can pick that up. Yeah. I, I, now that I remember it, I'm like, I want that game too. I wonder if it's cheap. We'll have to find out. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, speaking of the Metroid Prime games, though, mm-hmm. there was then there was um, Hunters? Yes. Okay. I, uh, I, I haven't played Hunters yet. I, I mean, I got the uh, first Hunt little freebie that came with mm-hmm. my DS or whatever, and I'll admit that I didn't even bother playing that. Yeah, and it's not because I didn't want to. I have it. It's on my shelf. Isn't it basically a multiplayer Metroid game? Yeah, I don't. I, yeah. I, it's, Metroid eh, should not be multiplayer. No, no. Maybe like second player split screen or something, but like I know that they put a multiplayer mode in the Prime Three just so you could play it with friends, but it wasn't yeah. the main meat. But Metroid Prime Hunters, the main goal is hunting the other players. Yeah, and I don't know. It just didn't wow me. Yeah, that's fair. So Prime Two. Prime Two, yes, that was a game. I also played it. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm hoping you played it. Yes. How far did you get in Prime 2? Well, I don't know. Uh, halfway-ish? That's, I, I got through the first screen. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's like I, me and Metroid a few months ago. Yeah, I played, Um, I, I there was that section where the soldiers die and you see it in the past with, oh, your, yeah, yeah. with your corruption vision or whatever. Yeah. And then I played it and I started shooting things and I realized I was horribly bored by what the game was giving me. And then I just stopped. It didn't interest me. That's kind of what happened with me, too. Something else came out, and I just lost interest. Well, from everything that I've watched about the game, like, because I've gone back and looked at it in retrospect just to know about it, and it just, it doesn't seem that interesting. The world is not as diverse as Taurus 4, mm-hmm. and, like, the whole white-black, like, two different zones thing and all that, it's just, it's not interesting to me. I don't no. know. I just never, ever wanted to go back, and then when 3 came out, I bought it, maybe played a th- quarter of it if that but yeah i think i got up to the point where the extra hunters were introduced for you so you'd have like multiple yeah. characters and there was a plot line with that and then i didn't 
I don't even remember that part. I didn't even get that far. I remember using the Wii motion controller to like start my ship or something, and then that was about as far as I got because the game bored me. It just yeah. it didn't interest me. Yeah, I think at that point, like the Wii's system limitations started to become more apparent to me. Yeah, I can like, see that. Like I don't know, just and, just, and I don't know. Like it, neither of the, neither the second one or the third one had the magic of the first one for no. me. No, no. Like the third one is completely unmemorable to me. They were more expansive, but they didn't stick in my brain. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm racking real hard to think about something in the third <laughs> one. I don't even remember the other hunters. <laughs> so, I mean, but that that's pretty much the meat of the series up until they recently came out with Federation Force, which I yeah, didn't play. It's okay. It's okay. Is like, it Metroid? No. I mean, the the universe, sure, but not... It explains if there's, like, different hunters or Metroid... Yeah, but they already established that. Yeah. Like, I don't really... So... Yeah. I mean, it was fun, but... I just realized... I, I just realized we completely forgot a game. Which one? Other M. Oh. <laughs> I wouldn't say we forgot that game. No, it just does... I mean, I've watched it, and despite the fact that it has Samus, and it has, like, Morph Ball and missiles and exploring a space station, it just doesn't feel like a Metroid game. It's boringly linear. It's super pretty. Yeah. But super boring. And super dumb. <laughs> like, I watched the, like, that one was um written and directed, all of it, by the Metroid creator. Yes. Or the current guy in charge of it. Because I think, I think the, so, yeah. the, the true Metroid creator, I think, died. Couldn't or tell. Gunpei or something. I don't know. I, I suck at Japanese names. I know one of the two guys that was d- deeply involved with Metroid died. um, Which, tragic. Uh, <laughs> yes, it was a... Yoshio Sakamoto. Was he the original creator and is he the guy who wrote this He's the guy who wrote this one. Okay. Well, whatever it was, he was given free reign to completely make Other M. Mm-hmm. And that included directing not only the Japanese voice actors, but the American voice actors. And he doesn't speak a lick of American. I did not know that. Yes. That explains a lot. That explains why the, like, everyone criticized Samus for being so flat and monotone. Yeah. But, um, like, as far as, like, from what I understand, and mm-hmm. bear in mind, I'm not Japanese. Sure. But as far as I know from, like, Japanese performance style, that kind of performance was exactly what he was expecting for it. But that's not a performance style that Americans react to very well. No, like, the, the gameplay, from what I remember, wasn't terrible. It wasn't it was, great, but it, it wasn't terrible. No. Like, I mean, it was a solid C+, maybe. Yeah. But the voice acting was, like, Resident Evil 1 bad. Yeah. To and me. The, maybe it Because the guy didn't speak Japanese. Or didn't speak American. Yeah. Yeah, so. So that, that kind of puts it in a different perspective. Didn't speak English. American, my bad. Oh. <laughs> Get her done. The Queen's English. <laughs> I did did uh, shiver a little when you said that. I, I'm so sorry. I didn't want to call you out on your own podcast. <laughs> American. <laughs> Where in America? Speak America. The, the, the Them, their Metroids need get killed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. No, but like, so that's that's pretty much it for the Metroid series up till now. Mm-hmm. So, what like Metroid Prime Four is coming out? Yes, which I allegedly that, I don't know that I can care. I I'm going to pick it up because I have to. Oh, I know you do. But with the only thing that is giving me hope is every other Switch game that's been a re-release or a sequel uh-huh. has been damn near flawless. Um. By and large, I mean, there's been a few flops, but I loved Odyssey. Um, Super Smash Brothers Brawl is amazing. You actually have it? 
I bought it for my daughter for Christmas, so sh- she doesn't know that we have it. Ah, uh, but you're but playing I, it when she's not around. No. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> but um, let's go, Pikachu. I know you're not a big Pokemon fan, but I bought it for my wife. She hasn't played it yet, but yeah. Octopath. I really enjoy Octopath. I'm mm-hmm. writing articles about it right now. And, yeah. But it's we'll we'll talk about this in the Square Enix one. There are some flaws to Octopath, but on the whole, it's a really interesting game. I just feel that the Switch Nintendo's kind of riding the ship a little bit. Um Well, it's it's I don't know that I ever I, I really feel like the Wii U was a bad system. I mean, it's not what people were looking for, but the games I picked up for it were amazing. Sure. I really enjoyed the system itself. I'm just sad that no, it didn't really pick up steam because the games were great. I honestly didn't buy a Wii U until um, our Switch broke and uh-huh. my daughter was very obsessed with a couple of games. So we picked up a, a Wii U for Smash Brothers and um, a couple other games. And I was, I was very angry with myself that I missed it when it came out. Oh, yeah. Because it was the first Nintendo system I never purchased. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I just thought it was too gimmicky, but I was wrong. The tablet was strange. Yeah. And it never really got implemented well on its own. No. But if you ignore the tablet gimmick, the games themselves were solid. Yeah. There were some really good Nintendo games on mm-hmm. there. Like so. Captain Toad, as you said, was Yeah, fire. Captain Toad, Mario 3D World. Mm-hmm. Smash Brothers. Smash Brothers. I even kind of like the Mario Kart, even though I suck at Mario Kart. Yeah. Like, I haven't been good in the Mario Kart games since Ninten- like the Nintendo 64 one. Yeah. And I rule at that game. <laughs> I'm oh, the best. I'm the best. I suck at Mario 64. <laughs> Mario Kart 64. <laughs> Yahoo! <laughs> <laughs> that's me on Rainbow Road. Because <laughs> I'm falling that, off the edge. That's 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 me as Toad, like, passing you five times on Rainbow <laughs> Road while you fall off the edge. Yeah. <laughs> I can play the 64 Rainbow Road on all the other ones. I don't know why I can't yeah. do it on the 64. <laughs> it's not even that hard. There's walls across the entire stage. You're How do a wall. fall off? <laughs> This interview's over. <laughs> but, okay, so, assuming Metroid Prime 4 is good, what are you looking for in the next Metroid game? Whether it be Prime 4 or Metroid Dread, which they were talking about putting out with oh, yeah. a platform game, yeah. or anything else that isn't Metroid Prime Federation Hunters or a sequel to Other M. What are you looking <laughs> for in your next Metroid game? I'd really like to see a return to the exploration aspects of the series. Uh, I'm no by no means an, an expert or anything, but... Um, part of the charm with uh, Metroid, Metroid 2 even a little bit, and Super Metroid especially, was that I can play for a little bit, stop, and, well, save first. <laughs> yeah. Definitely save. <laughs> but I can kind of just pick up, and if I didn't remember what I was doing, it wasn't that big of a deal because no one knew what they were doing. Yeah. You know, and I kind of miss the the mystery aspects of it. You know, I don't like being handheld in most video games and... Something where it's it combines uh, Metroid Prime One with Super Metroid would be phenomenal. I think it'd be almost interesting if like you implemented something not necessarily the load bearing Metroids, but like let's say not Phase On, but some element like Phase On is on a planet, and you go in and you explore, and as you're fighting things and this unnamed not Phase On, uh, like starts causing shifts in the ge- geography of the world itself. So. You do things and certain areas open and other places close off and new monsters are unlocked. But then because of this element thing, you can then almost do a back and forth in time kind of thing so that certain areas that were closed off suddenly you can bounce into and then you can like zoom like through different time zones to find new areas. What? You just recreated Ocarina of Time. 
No, but not not 3D. Not, th- with you. not not 3D and not like not not that it's it's I mean it's an interesting idea if you have an area that's completely frozen over but because like you can somehow warp yourself like a week in the past where the phase on not phase on was different mm-hmm. and that area wasn't frozen over suddenly an entire section of the world is explorable oh sure because the temperature yeah. is different and it was open to you originally but you never could get there because you didn't have the items to get so there. you're not talking like 20 years you're talking about like a week or two. A week or like, well, because Samus is destroying the phase, the not phase on, and is causing right. certain things to happen. Yeah, yeah. So something like more like cause that. and effect. Yeah, but okay. like a two D platformer and not the weird like three D games. Just yeah. like just like like essentially, it's three different versions of the same world that become unlocked that you can play back and forth. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I'd play that. I think that'd be an interesting Metroid yeah. game. I'd still suck at it. I'd, oh, I'd kill five Metroids and then die. So that- <laughs> <laughs> at least there were five. <laughs> Good news, there's only going to be five Metroids in this game. Woo, I win. <laughs> You're just telling me that. that I, I get the, the crap ending where, where Samus doesn't even take off her helmet. <laughs> <laughs> the Mike Finkelstein ending. <laughs> You're the only one that gets it. Woo, I'll feel accomplished. The first Metroid game I beat. <laughs> she hangs up her armor. Just works in a diner in space. <laughs> I... And, and, and it's like Burger Time, but with Samus. Yes, I'd exactly. I'd probably actually be good at that game. Oh, Burger Time. We should do a podcast just on Burger Time. <laughs> when do you think about the eggs? <laughs> and you can salt the eggs and pepper the eggs. Mmm, delicious. <laughs> then you can throw the buns on them. <laughs> and you got yourself a nice egg sandwich. <laughs> on that note, <laughs> I am Mike Finkelstein. I am also Mike Finkelstein. No, you are not. Dang it. Found out again. I'm Josh Schaefer. You have listened to Not So Live from Asteroid G, and we'll see you next time. Peace. <laughs>